Well, good evening, everyone. Edwin Lee Raymer with you once again on a Sunday night. Mr. Murfreesboro Bill Wilson is here, our host, co-host. And with us tonight is a familiar voice and familiar face to many of you here in Rutherford County, former MTSU quarterback and then played also in the NFL, Kelly Holcomb. Kelly? Glad to have you here. Go Glad to be here. On. How you doing, Ed? Doing good. Good to finally meet you. You too. I don't know after. how you got stuck with this guy over here. I mean, <laughs> I'm yeah, just like, not quite on. sure of that. You know what I'm saying? I don't the station know. station said we had to help needy people. That, well, you've <laughs> hey, done that. I mean, hey. did he talk you into it? I mean, yeah. he yeah, talks he's, to well, everyone. He's a good salesman. Kelly, no <laughs> you know I carried this last week at the golf tournament, please. I thought you weren't going to bring the golf tournament. Uh, we're going to straighten that out, Bill, here. Kelly and I, are, we're going to talk about that in detail. Um, Kelly's been good enough to turn. Uh, Jared, give me a little more volume on these ones, please, if you would. Thank you. Um, he's been good enough to come up, and we're going to talk about a, a, an entire plethora of subjects. Uh, everything from high school football to college football to NFL football. Beavers. And, uh, and beavers. I don't know what he's talking about, folks. <laughs> he's Kelly, got a beaver okay. problem. I've got a beaver problem. He's got a my, beaver in my, problem. In my creek. <laughs> Beavers in the creek, no kidding. He does. Oh, absolutely. Really? Yeah. I've, I've had to go down, and I, you know, I'm I love animals, but they're such a pest. That right. I'm, I've, I've been I've been staying up at nighttime, and I've been waking up at like two thirty, three thirty, because I'm gonna have to shoot one of them. And I hate having to do that. I mean, I really do. But like, <laughs> have you they're, called? Tearing, they're tearing trees down. They're tearing my <laughs> my stuff around my creek bank up. So I've been going down there every day and tearing their dams down. And it's have you uh, talked to the game warden yet, Kelly? I've called about that, but they didn't. You know, they said you know, and I and I called somebody, and it was crazy expensive how much it was. And he said 5, I, I would I would trap them, and I said, well, when you trap them, what are you gonna do with them? And he's like, well, let them go. Well, he don't let them go. He said he shoots them, and I'm like, well, I can do that, you know. <laughs> Lori wants a fur coat, right? <laughs> Lori, I'm joking. Out, I don't think out of a beaver belt, guys. I don't think she's going to need that. Yeah. We're going to talk with Kelly. We're going to talk with Bill. Jared McDonald's on the board with us. Thanks for tuning us in. But for right now, my name is Edwin Lee Raymer. I'm your host, and yes, I'm still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. You're tuned into the Edmund Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer. Taking your phone calls and text messages at 615-893-1450 on the Edmund Lee Raymer Show. All right, and that is a little stiff upper lip from ACDC, and this is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show, and I am your host, Ed Raymer. This show is produced at the studios of WGNS AM 1450, 100.5, and 101.9 FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. You can reach us tonight with your questions, comments, ideas, or text at 615-893-1450. That's 615-893-1450, and you can also send a text as I said to that number, Jared will be glad to read it over there if you want to talk to Kelly, but you don't really care to go on the air live. My co-host, as you know, is Mr. Bill Wilson, a.k.a. Mr. Murfreesboro. Our guest, as we told you, is all you've already heard from him, is Mr. Kelly Holcomb. You can also listen to us via the Internet at WGNSRadio.com. That's WGNSRadio.com. And Facebook at the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on WGNS. You can also watch us on Facebook Live at good at uh, Bill's Mr. Murfreesboro page, which is uh, most of the time where my wife goes to watch it, and watch us there as well. You can also download the WGNS app and take WGNS with you wherever you go and listen whenever you wish. And take a listen to uh, uh, Dalton Barry produces also uh, Stephen Reynolds, the podcast he does, Man in the Middle. So he gives some good broadcasts there. Angela Bingham is on every evening, every Sunday evening here before we are. She's here from 6 till 7 with Simplicity. A lot of good programming here on WGNS. And take a listen to us. Okay. Bill, you have an announcement or well, some I've got, things to say, yeah, I've please. Got Go some, ahead. A lot of y'all know uh, Ben Dotson, who his family goes way back here, and he was a coach at Siegel, and he was in a car accident on Friday and he's supposed to have surgery tomorrow I think he's 
had a skull fracture, but he's going to he's going to be okay. So our thoughts and prayers go out to Ben and his uh, daughter CJ. She's fine. And now was she with him? I heard she, about this. She Somebody, was. You may have told me, but I don't know. Yeah. I hear so much anymore. Uh, but uh, yeah, let's keep keep him and the Dodson family in our thoughts and prayers. And I want to say a happy birthday to Dickie Thomas. And happy anniversary to Dickie and Peggy Thomas. That's Meredith's parents' 50th anniversary. And we'll say hello to Lewis. And then Kelly's got a birthday coming up uh, July 9th. And my son's got a birthday July the 7th. So Our daughter's birthday. Happy Lauren. birthday, Kelly. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be 35. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm 32. I know how it goes. Uh, our daughter, Lauren, her birthday is today, June 28th. Wow. And uh, Nathan and Daniel... Tenpenny's birthday. They were all born. They're cousins, and they were all born uh, on the same same day. We were all at the hospital. Right? I mean, this was the old hospital back then, 28 years old ago. Old Rutherford Hospital. Yep, that was it. And uh, so we were all there for that. Happy birthday, sweetheart. I love you. And uh, Kelly was at uh, your event that you were working at uh, over the weekend. So uh, we were talking about that. And I'll have some things I need to talk to you about when I get home. Because Kelly was going over some improprieties that had happened. And <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Happy birthday, Stevie Savisa, too. I meant to mention that. Oh, okay. All right, I'm done. Right. Stevie Savisa. Z. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, Bill, it's a shame you can't be like me and Kelly in our 30s right here in the prime of life. <laughs> No, they he say, can't. He silver can't. does mean wisdom, right? <laughs> yeah, <it's> <laughs> I don't color my hair, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, I think you're in a boat like I am. My wife, before this COVID-19 started, I walked in the kitchen one day. It had gotten longer, and I pulled out a blow dryer. And I hadn't blow dried my hair since, really since the 70s. <laughs> since your mullet? Yeah. You bring the mullet back I in? I never wore the mullet, no. And... Um, and it was really getting shaggy, you know. So I was trying to do the best with it I could. Had a meeting or something to go to. And I walked into the kitchen. I said, well, what do you think? She said, well, it sure is silver. <laughs> so, That's a natural perm, right? Kelly, yeah. we're wearing these girls out having to put these highlights in her hair. Anyway, I'm telling you. <laughs> well, I, hey, I, try, I tried some of that just for men one time, and that didn't work. I mean, it, my hair just laughed at it. <laughs> Just for me. That's been a while. Yeah, and you know who gave that hey, to me? Hey, Joe Theismann actually hey, gave that to Joe me. Yes, Joe Silver Bell. <laughs> did it work Joe, for Joe? Joe, Joe Theismann gave me uh, gave me a just for men because he was a, a spokesperson for the uh, for just for men right? a long time yeah. ago. Was that why you were sure. playing, or was this yeah, racing? Yeah, no, no, that was why we were playing. And uh, he said, he said, man, I'm going to send you some just for men. And this was towards the latter part of my career. And I'm like, well, whatever, Joe, if you want to. So he did, and I tried, and it didn't work too well. Is Peyton Manning is he a pretty good golfer? Can we talk? Uh, yeah, Pey- Peyton has got. He is. Pey- Peyton's gotten better. I-, I texted him before he had that match with Tiger and Phil and uh, Tom Brady, and I said, I, I right. certainly hope that you've gotten better since the last time me <laughs> and you and Kenny Dilger and Chad Cota played our little major. We did. We had four tournaments in Indianapolis, and we all each ended up winning one match apiece. We played at uh, Crooked Stick, is where yeah, John Daly okay. won his right. his U.S. Open. We played at Wolf Run. We played at the Brickyard, and there was another one that we played at. I can't remember. But we had some times. But Peyton, you know, he wasn't as good as he is now. But you know, knowing Peyton and knowing he had to get ready for that, he I practiced. Get, well, I guarantee you, he had a swing coach for at least four or five months. Do you reckon he could afford it? Absolutely, <laughs> he could afford plenty. How many years did you back him up at Indy? Yeah, was it two many, years or three? No, I was there for three. Three, you were there three for three. Yeah, I was. I was at Indianapolis for five total. Jim Harbaugh was a quarterback That's when, right. I, when right. I went there. Yeah. And then uh, Peyton was there for three years, so I was behind Peyton for three. What was his nickname that y'all used to call him? Can you can you talk about P- Peyton? I'm not, are you listening? In, I'm not going to indulge in that, <laughs> Bill. Okay. I'm not going to indulge in that. <laughs> That's just for the golf course. <laughs> you ain't getting me plastered okay. on social media, Hoss. I know how that goes. <laughs> okay, who was a better quarterback, Tom Brady or Peyton Manning? Oh. Okay, I'm, Lee, Bill, what are you Besides doing? Kelly Holcomb, huh? I think both of them are going into the Hall of Fame. How about that? That's right. exactly right. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, you know, they, one guy's got two Super Bowls, the other guy's got six. I mean, it's, you know. Well, I, and that's another thing that I've always thought, like, uh, in sports, it, it can be so unfair because the competition is so keen nowadays. For example, Dan Marino never won a Super Bowl, but no. a fantastic quarterback. And win his mm-hmm. first year. Yeah. Was his first year or second year? It was his 
Might have been his second year. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But he, he went early in his career, and I think they got beat by the Redskins. That's right. I believe I, – I can't I – can't, What about can't Jim Kelly together. going to four straight? I know. Oh, my gosh. Crazy. I mean, you know, and I, and, I was in, and I was in Buffalo. I played in Buffalo, and those are some of the right. greatest – those are the greatest fans. I mean, you know, each city has great fans, but, like, sure. the Bills, it's just uh, – you know, you, you feel for those because they deserve to win. Uh, right. They're good people. Cleveland's the same way. I mean, that Cleveland is, you know, awful. And they've been awful ever since we went to the you know the playoffs that last time. I that mean, was the last just, time, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the last time. Two thousand three. Yeah, well, that was the last time we went. Now to the you playoffs. were the head guy there for a while. Too. I was. Yeah, yeah I, right. I, I had some, I had some injury problems. I, you know, we I played that year, and then I ended up starting the next year. But then I got hurt right at the beginning of the year, and uh, every time I got a chance to play, it was like I got, I got injured. So it was uh, it was kind of a tough deal, but um, you know, hey, that's the way it went. You took Couch's place, didn't okay. you, from Kentucky? Yeah, right. we, we battled, we battled there for a year, and then I ended up winning the job. But then you know, you get into a situation. Tim is one of my really good friends, but you get into a situation where the coach kind of used us against each other. Like if I'll I didn't bet. if I didn't play good, then he'd put Tim in. If Tim didn't play good, he'd put me in. So yeah, I, I was going to ask you about that's that. T- that's we'll tough get into to, that. Yeah, that's tough to yeah. play under yeah. those kind of. Who was your coach then? Who was the coach? Butch Davis. Butch. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kelly Holcomb's been good enough to come in and sit down with us and uh, sit over by Bill and uh, try to keep him content. And uh, <laughs> I'm Evan Lee Raymer, Bill Wilson, Mr. Murfreesboro, Jerry McDonald's on the board. Like I said, Kelly's with us, and we'll be back here. Stick with us right after a couple minutes. Stay around. You know, I wanted to take just a minute and tell you about one of our finer restaurants here in town. That's Zao's Hibachi and Sushi Grill. Now, they are located out of Highway 231. That's Memorial Boulevard. Go out on past Adams Place. Go right up past Walmart and to the left. Take your next stoplight. That's Wendellwood Drive. 149 Wendellwood Drive, Sweet B5. They're in the Sprout Shopping Center. This is one of the most unique restaurants you will ever eat at. Appetizers, extensive menus, soups, salad, sushi starters. But the biggest thing that you'll enjoy is the show on the hibachi grills. Now, Mark has set up four of these grills, and these chefs are second to none. Uh, the food, very reasonably priced, and if you got the kids with you, a date with you, they will show you a good time. That's Zao's Hibachi and Sushi Grill, 145 Wendellwood Drive here in Murfreesboro. Rhonda McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. During her 29-year tenure, she's won multiple awards for being a top producer. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 DNJ Ruthie Awards. She's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203, or reach her at 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyrhonda.com. Hello everyone, it's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. Go to J. Mellon's Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murphy Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mellon's Jewelers, 352 West Murphy Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Thanks for tuning in, and when you get ready to buy or sell real estate, give the Thomas Wilson team with Parks a call at 615-406-5872. We've been in the real estate business for over 25 years and have helped over a 1,000 families with their real estate needs. And we'd love the opportunity to serve you and your families. This is Bill Wilson with the Thomas Wilson team at Parks here in Murfreesboro. Give us a call. We will not disappoint. 
Lydia, the Bond girl and owner of Grumpy's Bail Bonds, now serving 24 Middle Tennessee counties. Sometimes bad things really do happen to good people. And if you find yourself in jail needing bail, Grumpy's Bail Bonds is here for you. We'll get you out of jail with the fastest, friendliest, most affordable service. I guarantee you'll be happy when you call Grumpy's, 877-GRUMPY'S, or go to my website at grumpysbailbonds.com. know somebody or do you yourself have storm damage on your house? Well, let me tell you about a locally owned business who you can call. Oakstone Builders, LLC. They specialize in commercial and residential construction, remodel, and insurance work such as storms, floods, and fire. You can reach them at 931-488-5967. That's 931-488-5967. Or you can walk on in at 3173 South Church Street here in Murfreesboro. Once again, that's 931 488 Five nine six seven. Curb them, crack them, or bend them. We can mend them. Come by Wheelworks, located 516 South Church Street, for a free estimate. We also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Wheelworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer. Let's get back to the program. And we, we are back. Thank you with Kelly Holcomb. Mr. Murfreesboro is here. Bill Wilson. We have a caller on the line. Jared, will you go ahead and do that caller? Go right ahead. You're on the air. How you doing, Edwin Lee? Hello, Jeff Neal. How are you? Pretty good. How you doing? You're doing good. You want to say something to Kelly Holcomb? Yeah, Kelly, I just want to ask you how, how your family's doing. I'm sure everybody's okay. I don't know. I was going to ask you how the practice was going at Riverdale. And do you think we'll start the football season on time? And another thing I want to tell a real quick story about it when he played in middle. They, I don't know if it was your freshman year, Kelly, or sophomore, but they went down to Florida State and played. And at the time, middle was number one in 1AA, and Florida State was number one in 1A. This is when Bowden was coaching down at Tallahassee. So they go down there, and they play in the first half. I think it was like 13 to 7. That's a great first half. And Kelly, I think Kelly, the record still holds today, I think. He had like 15 or 16 completions in a row. I don't know if it started out the game or what. Is that right? I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean he was on fire. The guy, he, he torched that secondary on fire. He, could, he couldn't do nothing wrong. And so after the game, it was a close game. Middle play, I think, the whole 60 minutes. About just battling to death. So at the end of the game, Joe Bowden going there for his press conference. They asked him all these different questions. And they, they, somebody asked him about Middle Tennessee, I guess, one of the Florida State people. And he goes, and he said something. He said something. He, he's talking about the players. He goes, Kelly Holcomb. He said about Kelly Holcomb. He goes, Holcomb or something like that. He goes, my God, a freshman or sophomore, whatever year he was, sophomore, whatever. And he said that number 21, which was Joe Campbell, played at Stratford out there in Nashville, a real great back for Middle. He goes, that 21, that Joe, that 21, he can start, start for us tomorrow. At 21, he can start for us tomorrow. <laughs> Florida State, he'd be our starting tailback tomorrow. Over, but he had some talent. But I, I, I did want to ask Kelly about what he thought about the college football season. And I guess pros, but really college, if it's going to start on time. Because I've heard some stuff high schools that it might not. Because I know the Nashville Memphis schools haven't done much as far as practicing, as far as the season. I know it's a dead period right now. But I did want to ask you about that and and just what he thinks about middle as far as the this season coming up. And I'll hang up. Listen, Kelly, you had a great career. Jeff, thank you. I, I, we, Jeff, were, thanks, we were man. talking to Kelly thanks, about buddy. that we when you. Appreciate that, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate your call. Uh, we were talking about that when you come in. Football contributes so much to the Absolutely. sports picture on pro level. Uh, of course, on pro level, they're you know pro sports. They're all on their own. I mean, right, basketball, right, right, but right. on college level and high school level, especially uh, basketball contributes a little. Uh, well, in UK's case, I'm sure basketball, it depends on what right, school right, you're at. Right, right. But as a general rule, football rules the roost. It really you does. Like to I admit mean, it or you, not? Know, you know, and I, I, I told you all out there while we were talking, I'm not trying to be egotistical about it, but football makes sure. the country run. I mean, that's really, you know, when you look at big college programs like Alabama, UT, all those, you know, Georgia, you right. know, their, whole, their whole athletic department runs off what right. football makes for the season. I sure mean, does. you know, so – uh, you know, I, I heard something, and this has been a, you know, probably two months ago, that you know, 
college said that we've got to play even if we start the season in February. So, you know, I, I don't know. Well, I, it just worries me because I think you're going to get a – you're going to get a drop-down effect from if the NFL does not play, then it's going to have ramifications on college, and then it's going it's you know all it's, the way down. Yeah, it's all the way down to high school, and that and that really bothers me because you know you, you, here's the deal: you look at you look at what happened with these kids that are going to school. They don't even get to go to school, and the, you know they they had their high school graduations last week here mm-hmm. in Rutherford County. But right. like you got to think yeah. about that: like these kids were not around. They were around each other for what, maybe a month and a half, and then they hadn't been around each other at all. You know, right. so that's um, you know, not, not psychological. Just about, yeah, absolutely. Not just talking about sports, but just I think kids have to be around kids. I think people have to be around people. I think that's what God God made us to be social beings, and and you know, you take that away, and it's just it's tough. So I I don't know what's going to happen. I certainly hope. That we play, I've, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be optimistic about it. Sometimes I get negative about it, but I'm just afraid that if we, you know, because they're, t- you know, the, the, you know, the media is bringing this coronavirus stuff back, and I just think if we start getting kids sick, that then they, they probably will shut the season down, and I hope that does not happen. Well, I was feeling until this week. I felt very optimistic. Right. Okay, it looks like we're going to work out of this. I think we're going right. to be okay. And then here goes Florida with spike cases. Here yeah. goes Texas. Arkansas has been in a mess now for, for the last month. The right. hospitals have been packed. One of the Texas hospitals, they're going to have to reopen, I think, in a football field of all places. They're going to put 2,000 beds to hopefully take care of some of these this excess of patients. Yeah. I thought, great day, you know. And then, I, did you say one of y'all, Kelly? I think you did. Nashville had issued. Uh, yeah, I think that they want us to start wearing masks, masks as of midnight I think, tomorrow. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's, I, I, you know, and uh, I don't know. Everywhere I go, pretty well, there's plexiglass everywhere. Right. Okay. Right. Now, uh, you go to the bank, you're dealing at the drive-up window. Don't have right. a problem with that at all. And you know, but. Uh, you're, let's, let's don't get. I don't want to get sidetracked, but uh, you're coaching at Riverdale now. Yes. What what grade are you? you what coach you love? Where are you at? Well, I'm with the varsity. I'm, I'm I coach the varsity and I coach right. the quarterbacks and I'm you know I call plays. But uh, yeah, you know, so we had three weeks and you know we had to social distance. Uh, sure. You know it's right. It's hard to keep. You know we're just talking about that, but it's hard to keep kids away from each other. I mean they, I they haven't seen each other for and they you know they they, they have camaraderie together. They like right. talking together, like playing games on each other, and then you you try right. to spread them apart, and then you take your eye off of it, and they're bunched back. You know it's just a, and you're at an age where boys and girls will be yeah. boys. And when, you, right. when you were in high school, that's I think, right. You know, I mean, that's absolutely. a fact. I mean, that's a fact. I mean, we all were there. Yeah. And, you know, that's right. Go ahead, Bill. I'm well, sorry. when you were in high school, you were one of the first quarterbacks to call your own plays. Is that? No, I didn't call my own plays. I, I didn't do that. Uh, I didn't do that. I, you know, I, I wasn't ready for that. You know, like if now, I mean, I, you know, you wish you could go back and. You know, put your older mind in your younger body. You know, that's, every, that's <laughs> yeah. everybody. That's I mean, that's that's true. wisdom experience. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I did not do that. My my cop, my high school coach, Coach Thompson, called those plays for me. And you know, there were some times at middle. You know, because Coach Robbins is big on that. He's big on quarterbacks calling their own plays or seeing you know what's going on on the field. Because you know, it's hard for a coach to tell you what you see on the field. And he's big about doing that. And I was able to call some plays in, in college, but you know, not many. Right. You know, not I many. Now. In the pros, do did you expect it to call your own play, or do you do an audible when you? I mean, you can do an audible. I mean, you if you, you, yeah, you see a, a shift in something, that absolutely. Right, I you mean, but that. you know, we had a lot of times when I was in Indianapolis, we had three plays. We had a we had a run play that could go right or left, or we had a pass. You know, so right. we would. We, it was just a check with me, is what it was called, and and you know, it, depending on what the defense gave us, you know, we would. We would run the ball if it was if it was two high safeties. We'd run the ball if they came down in a, in a mm-hmm. you know, middle of the field close type deal. We would throw the ball because they had too many guys in the box. So that's kind of how we did things, and that's how some people you know still do it. But a lot of quarterbacks, you know, that's kind of a misnomer. Like Joe Namath used to call his plays back in the day. All those guys, I mean, Dan Marino did did some of it, but guys nowadays there's so much stuff that they. You know, they're in control of it. Peyton was in control of it. Tom's in, Tom Brady's in control of it. But they still like their coach to give them a play, and then they can go off that. You know, sure. you see what I'm saying? Sure. I thought it was on the wristband. 
or do a variation. Well, some people do, right do. Some people do have wristbands. Well, I couldn't do that. Kelly has evolved. That's right. It's totally different than what's when me and you were in high school. Right. And Kelly's nowhere near my age, folks. But I mean, <laughs> when I was in school, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Let's make that apparent right <laughs> now. He played with Jim Brown. I wish I had played with Jim Brown. I can tell you that, but. Uh, um, they barely had. I mean, you had the headset. That was really about it, right? You know, right. and for high school, that was that was and that was kind of a big deal for the time. And you videotaped everything, and then some places didn't even have videotape. You had to do the tape. You had to develop it. Then you oh got yeah, to it's watch different it. now. Now it's, all on it's immediate. Yeah, it's, it's, now it's immediate. immediate. It's yeah, on the computer, you know, and you don't have I to go. I want to ask you yeah. one thing. I'm going to be selfish about this. At the end, every time Peyton Manning went out of a game, if fourth down, whatever it might have been. He went over to the sideline, sat on the bench, and he started looking at a bunch of pictures. Yeah, it was just the yeah. – What was he looking at? It's just the uh, the plays that – The previous plays that we had. Just the previous, play, previous plays that's that we had fast. on the field. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they could get to him. That's it's fast. right there. So, you get pictures of, like, when we line down in a formation. That's what defense is really – Defense is really about they they have to understand formations and what's run out of those formations. So as a as a as a quarterback, you wanted those pictures where you know now they got it on a computer. I think some I think Belichick still uses the pictures, but you can go over there. So if you get in a two by two set or you get in a three by one set, you can look and see what the defense did or you know what kind of blitz they brought or if they're giving something away like you know keying a player or something like that's what he was looking at. That's what he was looking at. Absolutely. I noticed he always did that. Yeah. I think he's the only quarterback I ever saw that did that. That sat down. Well, they, uh, most guys do that. Most guys. Most some, guys will. Some some guys have their coaches go over there with them. Peyton was all he always did it himself. He had my man Tom Moore and Tom was. I well, don't know. he had it. Yeah. He. You know. I mean. But if there was ever, I want to say this too. If there was ever a family that took on the football business, yeah. It's the Manning family. Yeah, I they, think Archie groomed those Cooper boys. And, well, Cooper's and, got uh, Cooper's mm-hmm. got a son that plays at. Um, at Newman High School down in New Orleans, that's where mm-hmm. that's where Peyton and all those guys right. graduated from. Yeah. But that, he he was a freshman last year, and he's really I mean he's yeah Hoss he's already like six one one eighty or something like that. I mean he's he looks pretty good. I saw quarterback. Him. He is. Oh yeah, he is. And yeah, you're coaching your son at Riverdale. Yeah, I James. Am. I am. He's uh, I'm looking forward to that. I'm I mean I might. Uh, He's probably going to give me more gray hairs. <laughs> you, know how, you know how that is with your kids. Uh, Son, you can really, tell. You can really tell by looking, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's uh, he's a lot. Um, he's more talented than I was. He's smarter than I was, and I think it's just because he's got a different personality. He's he's more of an analytical guy. He wants to know the reasons why. Where I just went out on the field and I played, but I, I played right. in a I played in a time and an era where you you know it was it was an odd defense, cover three every time. You know they they didn't switch. You know they didn't have right. man to man and stuff like that when I right. played high school football. So right. it was a little bit different. But he understands things, and I'm sure it's because he's watched film with me throughout his life, and I've explained stuff to him, and I've always told him, you know, there's 11 guys on defense and there's 11 guys on offense, but they've always got one more guy than you can account for because of the quarterback, and he understands right. that fact. And I mean, that's really, I mean, you know. People make football and people make sports a lot of times harder than it actually is. And you can create a bunch of ghosts, but like it's, you know, Coach Donnelly always said, Kelly, it's about numbers, son. If they got more <laughs> to the left than you do the right, you better run it to the right. And that's what I've tried to teach my son. Kelly will be appearing at Zany's this week. <laughs> that's Coach Donnelly. I Coach mean, but Donnelly, that, that was one crazy. of those things that I remember. I remember a lot of stuff, but that was one of the things I remember about right. Coach Donnelly. I mean, he's, you know, he, he was right. I mean, they, they've always got one more guy. Did Floyd Walker ever call plays? No, he did not. Flo Joe well, didn't call Flo plays. Flo Joe? No. With the red uh, windbreaker. What have you heard uh, as far as the high schools go? Do you know any more than we do? I do not. I mean, I do not. uh, When they might go back or whatever. Well, you know, we had that three-week period, and I think we all got through it pretty good. Uh, We're – at Riverdale, we have a seven-on-seven, you know, in the first part of July, and we have about – 20 between 25 28 teams every year and i think we got mm-hmm. 26 this year and that's supposed to be july 9th and i think i think rutherford county school board's meeting july 9th 
to see what you know see how they're going to open back back up schools hopefully and and i don't know i've, I've just you know our coach told us that that was kind of on hold and that's kind of hard to put it on hold because we got to get food we got to get things ready we got to get referees sure. you know sure. so yeah the referees need to know their schedule right it takes right. time right. all right i'll tell you what we're going to do don't normally do this jared let's take a little break here for just a couple minutes uh, we've got Kelly Holcomb with us right here in the studio, and we're talking football tonight, folks. Uh, we used to have regular football games, and I don't know if we're going to have them again or not. I hope we do. Um, and Mr. Murfreesboro, Bill Wilson, Jerry McDonald's on the board. I'm Ed Raymer. Back with you in a couple of minutes. Stay with us. Rhonda McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. During her 29-year tenure, she's won multiple awards for being a top producer. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 DNJ Ruthie Awards. She's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203, or reach her at 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyrhonda.com. I'm Leah, the Bond Girl and owner of Grumpy's Bail Bonds. Now serving 24 Middle Tennessee counties, sometimes bad things really do happen to good people. And if you find yourself in jail needing bail, Grumpy's Bail Bonds is here for you. We'll get you out of jail with the fastest, friendliest, most affordable service. I guarantee you'll be happy when you call Grumpy's, 877-GRUMPY'S, or go to my website at grumpysbailbonds.com. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. You know, I wanted to take just a minute and tell you about one of our finer restaurants here in town. That's Zao's Hibachi and Sushi Grill. Now, they are located out of Highway 231. That's Memorial Boulevard. Go out on past Adams Place. Go right up past Walmart and to the left, take your next stoplight. That's Wendellwood Drive. 149 Wendellwood Drive, Suite B5. They're in the Sprout Shopping Center. This is one of the most unique restaurants you will ever eat at. Appetizers, extensive menus, soup, salad, soup. Sushi starters, but the biggest thing that you'll enjoy is the show on the hibachi grills. Now, Mark has set up four of these grills, and these chefs are second to none. Uh, the food, very reasonably priced, and if you got the kids with you, a date with you, they will show you a good time. That's Zao's Hibachi and Sushi Grill, 145 Wendellwood Drive here in Murfreesboro. Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer. Let's get back to the program. All right, and we are back with Mr. Kelly Holcomb. Kelly, let's talk about differences high school to college to, um, to pro. From high school to college, is it true less than 5% of athletes will play college ball? Or maybe it's less I, than Yeah, I don't that. know the numbers anymore, but I, I had to speak to some kids about that one day, and I, I tried to explain to them, you know, just how little. Right. The number is the percentages are that you're going to make because everybody, you know, do you want to play professional football? Yeah, everybody raises sure. their hand. Or professional yeah. baseball, everybody raises their hand. And I'm like, I gave them the, um, you know, I gave them the statistics, and that was I think five or six years ago. But uh, people just don't understand how hard it is to do that to make it. Uh, you know, there's you got to have a lot of things go right. You know, unfortunately, I did. I, I was fortunate enough to, uh, to get a look. Would you say the element of luck has to play into it, to right place, right time, right circumstance? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, you know, I um, I didn't get drafted, uh, you know, and, and this is hard for people to understand, you know, when you're talking to kids that, that think they're going to get drafted. But if you get drafted in like the sixth or seventh round, it's really just a point of getting drafted. You know, if, if you're like – being a free agent, I know that's not very good. You know, people say, well, he didn't get drafted. But I got to pick where I wanted to go because sure, I had a better right opportunity. You right. know? Yeah. And, and a lot of times when people pick in the sixth or seventh round and they've got already three guys and they're just bringing you in to be kind of a, 
you a know, filler. They, yeah, 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 just kind of a right. filler. They, you might make it, but if you don't, then that's not a big deal to them. Well, you get no chance, right? You know, and I, I, you know, I was able to go down to Tampa, and I, you know, I, I played with actually. You talk, you talking about Florida State? I played with Casey Weldon, who was one of my buddies. I, I still talk to him on, you know, once a year probably, but. Uh, you know, I, I went down there and, um, you know, I was able to make it on the practice squad that year and then that kind of kicked things off for me. So, you know, I was able to pick you where I got to go. You played overseas too, didn't I you? I did. I did. Was it Spain? No Spain, yeah. Going from high school to college, or from college to pro, is a totally – it's got to be an eye-opening experience. Well, well, each level I can remember uh, because when when I came up here to MTSU, I was six foot, 157 pounds, soaking right. wet. So I was wow. very skinny. I was little, but – I can remember the first scrimmage that we had and, you know, all the other – you know, there were two other quarterbacks. It was O.J. Smith and uh, Dino Stafford, and they were going. And then, you know, it took me a week to win the job, and they were all – both those guys were really good to me because they were both seniors, and they could have been really bad to me. But I can remember the first scrimmage. We didn't do much as freshmen. And I can remember looking at those guys saying, man, can you believe how fast this is? Mm-hmm. And it was so much right. faster yeah. from what you're wow. used to in high school. And that was at middle. Right. You know, just think if right. you go like to a UT or at a Miami or a UCLA or someplace right. like that. Alabama where, or whatever. Absolutely. Right. Alabama. Yeah. I mean, it's just the, the speed and the intensity picks up so much. And then when you get to the National Football League, uh, you know, it doesn't matter if you come from UT or, my, or all these places. Those guys, like – I use Bruce Smith as an example. You know, he Bruce. played it. Yeah, he played it Indianapolis, and I can or not in that, but Buffalo. And yeah. I can remember playing those guys when Peyton was a rookie, and going up there and just watching him. He's so big, but his first step was so quick as a big guy, and he could get around that edge so fast. And that guy had been playing for 15 years, right. and he mm-hmm. knows every trick in the book. He sits there and watches film all the time. He knows right. what you're going to do. He knows what your weaknesses are. So it's just it's it's such a big difference going from high school to college, and then really from college to the pros because all those guys can run. All those guys are fast. I, I played with Courtney Brown, who was the number one draft pick. And he was a defensive tackle. Out of Miami? Was he no, from, he was no. from Penn State. Penn State. Penn State. Okay. And he was like a freak. When he took his shirt, he looked like a – I mean, he was chiseled. He looked like a receiver. Sure. Right. But the guy ran a 4 5 40. Wow. Really? And, like, I can't run away from that. You know, I like, <laughs> right. like those defensive yeah. linemen are faster than I am. They're faster than a lot of the quarterbacks. Now, some of them now that are, that are coming out can run. But, like, back in my day, you, you can't even outrun the defensive line. So, sure. you know, Tom Moore would always say, one, two, three, throw it in the stands. And that's what I did. I threw it in the stands. <laughs> I don't think it was Throw it in the stands. Uh, yeah. But, absolutely. I mean, uh, I heard Boomer Esiason say once, uh, he played at Cincinnati. Yeah. Yes. He was there, I think. And correct me if I'm wrong. Eleven years. He was, he was there for a long time. Yeah. yeah. But he said, when, when they asked him in an interview once, uh, "Why did you? Why did you hang it up?" He said, "I'd had 11, 11 seasons, and every season, I had at least one concussion or very close to it." They said, "That's a total of ten or eleven concussions." And he said, "My wife and I had a talk," and he said, "That's it." Yeah. Well, I, I, there comes a time when you have to say, you know, hey. I mean, because those linemen hit hard. I mean, those linebackers. Oh, hit, absolutely. I mean, that's what they're paid to that's do. That's what yeah. they're paid yeah. to do. They're paid and to take you out of the game if they can. If that's you're the exactly starter. right. I mean, so they're exactly trying right. to get you out of the yeah. game. I mean, that's just part of the game. But uh, you know, I've had my. I went and talked to some kids, and I, I showed them all my broken bones. I mean, I messed up fingers. I've had two shoulder surgeries. I've had a broken jaw. I messed up, you know, my knees hurting tonight. I've got meniscus tears in my knees. I've got turf toe in both my toes. Great day. I uh, broke my leg. I've broken ribs. I mean, you know, but and, – and I've had concussions. I've, I think I had four in the NFL. Uh, I think I probably had eight over my career. Man. College, you know, high yeah, school, co- college, yeah. but you know, it, it was one of those things. You, you know, back in the day, nobody ever th- said anything about nobody that. Nobody said a thing about. They it. never talked Not about it. You know, and, and it was, you know, they got all these. They've got a big thing of uh, of a football player, and they've got him on his pads, and they're talking about like all these injuries and stuff. But nobody ever says anything about the head, or nobody ever did. Now they do. Well, back in my day, before y'all ever yeah. were around, the leather it helmets. Just, right? it, was, it was hey, just get tougher. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah I that's know. how it yeah. was. And, you didn't complain. Don't explain. Don't complain. Plane, right. Just, hey, Ed, you're going to have to toughen up. Or somebody's going to take your place, right? That, right. I mean, that's true. Right. And, and but, I, that's how it was. Uh, that is we how it was. We were all just and a lot ignorant, more ignorant back then. We just didn't know, you know. 
Now, nowadays, it's getting uh, it's it, it does get a little silly because if a kid comes up and say I'm dehydrated or my head hurts, then he's out. I mean, you you don't he didn't have a concussion, but you know if you're a trainer, you have to protect him and you have to protect sure. the school. Right. right. So you're out. Sure. You know liability. And, absolutely. I mean, right. there were there were times I can remember I can remember plenty of times where. I got dinged. You, you, you hear of ding? I'm not going to go tell right. anybody. I want to play. I'm not going to go tell anybody. And you know, the, the, sure. The that thing about it, it is, guys, is is if I had it to do all over again, I would do it all over again because there's nothing like being part of a team. And there's nothing. I, I love football. I mean, you know, you can be a basketball player, you can be a baseball player, which is more individualized. But you know, being part right. of a football team is just. There's nothing like it in the world, and I and I'm going to say this, and I, it scare it scares me about the future of football, because I I'm not sure how much longer football is going to be around. Because you look at the decline in participation from young people, in in high school, you yeah. know, mamas and daddies are not wanting their children to play anymore because and, of injuries. Well, well, it's because of catastrophic injuries, and it's because of these concussions. Right, and. They're making helmets nowadays so they got so much technical stuff in them that, you know, if you keep your head out of it, you know, you can't say that you're not going to get a concussion, but it's going to be safer for you. But, you know, people are, I just worry about the state of football. I really do. And I the mean, penalties, well, I mean, and that's how, you know, if I'm a linebacker and I'm, I'm paid to take you out, yeah. how am I supposed to? Injure my head or your head when that? I mean, I agree. I mean, I'm with a man to to tackle. You can. I mean, can. I mean, and and some of the some of the flags they're 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 making now right now they're they're throwing in the NFL is getting people frustrated. Powder puff. I mean, it really is. And we play the game. We know that there's risk, especially those guys that are playing now know that there's head risk. But like. Football is a violent game. Yes, it is. I mean, it's a yeah. violent game, but there's so such of team camaraderie around it. There's so many things that again, you can Kelly, learn. So is hockey. Hockey's yeah, true. A Hockey's a tough sport, and they've got sticks. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, I mean, these here, guys are tough. Here's another thing too: is that people don't ever talk about, but soccer. Well, oh. so- soccer has a bunch of uh, yeah. head injuries in it too. They have a bunch of concussions because those kids or, or professional soccer players hit the Just ball with bam. their head. Or- That's the game I never wanted to get involved with. Was rugby? Yeah, I never, rugby, yeah. I never got that right. one, man. I never got that one. Uh, no pads whatsoever. Australian rules football. Kids, you ever seen? Oh, I mean, there's no doubt. And, and over had- in jolly old England. I mean, it's it's they get hammered and they go play rugby. Oh yeah, yeah. No, they those have to be out of their mind yeah. a little Australian bit. Australia right. too, yeah. man. I mean, those yeah. guys are tough. They are tough. I would not they want are. to play that. They're big dudes no, too. I, I never had a desire. No, not at all. Now football was one thing, uh, and basketball the other. Another thing, uh, you know, our son told told me that uh, John Calipari, for example, UK, and I guess he was at Memphis at that time, but. He was scouting LeBron James in the seventh or eighth grade. Now, that's how serious this thing has gotten. Oh, when you're scouting a kid in the seventh, eighth grade, how far does that go with football? When can you really start? Where do you get your report for pros looking at potential potential people? Like he may be a great player. Uh, that's, that's and how young. many quarterbacks have we seen? Also, Kelly, that ah, he ain't ever going to do it. Next thing you know, four or five years later, he's in the Super Bowl. It's, what, it's what's it's it's the desire that somebody has in them. I mean, right. that that's the right. whole thing that people miss that they don't understand that they've got. You know, Coach Robbins used to tell me you can be too athletic and be a quarterback to be a quarterback, and and I think he's absolutely right. You're getting all you're getting guys that are really athletic playing quarterback, but you have to at some point you've got to sit down and you have to learn the game and you have to learn. You know, like Lamar Jackson, he's unbelievably talented. Yeah. But at some point, you got to learn how to throw the ball and throw the ball from the pocket. And one of those quarterbacks that is take, the key, and that's he's running all too. The and time. that's one thing where uh, Steve McNair with the Titans, he would run the ball. Right, he would run. He now that's very dude. risky. Oh, there's no doubt. Well, I mean, now, now McNair was a pretty good sized guy. He's big. You know, he was big. Now there's a limit to what. Right, you but know. he 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 fought through a lot of injuries too because you oh, know, I'll you, bet he if, did. If you and sure. that's what I've tried to explain to my son, if you know what's going on and you know where you're going to throw the ball, because most of the time when you come up to the line of scrimmage, you know what you're running. Well, now if I just dissect the defense and see what they're running, I know where ninety nine percent of the ball 
I know where it's going to go. I know yeah. where the football is going to go. And I, I tell my son, if you get rid of the football and do not hold on to it, you don't have to have much blocking from the offensive sure. line, you know. Right. But right. But that's when you get. That's when people get hurt. When young kids get hurt. When they don't know what they're doing. And right. And they just they have no clue about what's going on in the field. You know. We're with Kelly Holcomb here at WGNS. Mr. Murfreesboro, Bill Wilson is here, and uh, Jared McDonald's on the board. And Miss Angela Brigham has brought us all some supper. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and we're going to be back with you in just two or three minutes. Stick with us, folks. Stay around. You know, I wanted to take just a minute and tell you about one of our finer restaurants here in town. That's Zao's Hibachi and Sushi Grill. Now, they are located out of Highway 231. That's Memorial Boulevard. Go out on past Adams Place. Go right up past Walmart and to the left, take your next stoplight. That's Wendellwood Drive. 149 Wendellwood Drive, Suite B5. They're in the Sprout Shopping Center. This is one of the most unique restaurants you will ever eat at. Appetizers, extensive menus, soup, salad, soup. Sushi starters, but the biggest thing that you'll enjoy is the show on the hibachi grills. Now, Mark has set up four of these grills, and these chefs are second to none. Uh, the food, very reasonably priced, and if you got the kids with you, a date with you, they will show you a good time. That's Zao's Hibachi and Sushi Grill, 145 Wendellwood Drive here in Murfreesboro. Rhonda McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. During her 29-year tenure, she's won multiple awards for being a top producer. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 DNJ Ruthie Awards. She's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203, or reach her at 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyrhonda.com. Hello everyone, it's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. You know somebody or do you yourself have storm damage on your house? Well, let me tell you about a locally owned business who you can call. Oakstone Builders, LLC. They specialize in commercial and residential construction, remodel, and insurance work such as storms, floods, and fire. You can reach them at 931-488-5967. That's 931-488-5967. Or you can walk on in at 3173 South Church Street here in Murfreesboro. Once again, that's 931 488 Five nine six seven. Crack them or bend them, we can mend them. Come by Wheelworks, located 516 South Church Street. For a free estimate, we also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Wheelworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. the Evelyn Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer. Let's get back to the program. All right, and we are back with Mr. Kelly Holcomb. Bill, uh, we're going we're gonna to hold Kelly for the balance of the hour here. I got to ask and Kelly we, a we question. Got a phone call. We got a phone call. Uh, hang on a minute here. Who's a better golfer, Antron Peebles? You got caller? <laughs> Go ahead. You're on the air. Hey, Kelly. How are you today? I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing well. If I wanted somebody to teach my son to be a good quarterback, should I call you? <laughs> Is this Kurt? Yeah, you you could you could call me. I, I don't mind helping kids, but but when you're in this county, 
and you you're working out kids they think you're recruiting them so i mean that's that's kind of how it goes i i, I don't mind because I, I like helping kids i just like helping them be better players but uh, when you get in that when you get in this county with that stuff i mean everybody's worried about recruiting and that goes on up here so you know but yeah i don't mind what what you think you could help me who are we talking to? Is this Kurt? <laughs> it sounds like Kurt Wade. Kurt Wade. <laughs> it does sound like Kurt. Yeah, absolutely. What's up, Kurt? What's Kurt, up, Kurt? Listen, Kelly and I are having to What's handle Bill. <laughs> We're having to handle Bill right now tonight, and that's that's enough. What else? Well, can yeah, we do exactly. <laughs> I don't know if I can help you though. I'm you, sorry. You was talking trash the other day at the golf course. I don't know how much ability you got, Kurt. This golf hey, this golf thing has been trouble. We came in third. We shot fourteen under. Did you really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. We didn't have that. Uh, we didn't have that <laughs> opportunity. What did y'all do? No, okay. We missed like we missed like four punts, putts that were dead dead aim at the hole. Missed them all. That's where I should have. I think we ended up eight under or something like that. Now, Kurt, who well, are you I'll playing with? Say Kelly, hey, we, we're glad to have you back in our community, and we we think you do a lot for our community. Continue to do what you do. I appreciate, appreciate it, Kurt. You. Yes, sir. thanks, Kurt. Thank you, man. Thank you, Kurt, you, so much. Kurt Wade, one all of right. the. Uh, Take care. Uh, City of Murfreesboro uh, councilman. Yeah, and uh, Kurt knows how to play that game, don't he? He's getting on the radio. He, I knew. You, he's getting I knew. The, he's trying to get reelected for City <laughs> Council. He knows how that works. Kurt's a good guy. I like Kurt. That he is. That he is. Uh, Y'all are a lot taller than me. How come I'm? I'm six four, man. You ain't. It's, you're not six four. I'm six Bill. four. I can play. Hey. That's another one of your I lies. T- I, told, I told Kelly. I told Kelly and Antron we were playing golf last week. I said, "My claim. I'm no athlete, but my claim to fame was I, 1976. I was 10 years old and won second place in punt, pass, and kick. Oh yeah, it, Johnny you did tell Red. Me that. You, did, did, you remember that? You did tell me that. You did tell got, me that. I meant to bring the trophy. Hey, talk, I talking, want you to sign let's talk it. about this golf, though, for real. Okay, <laughs> okay so all right, yeah. What so happened? we get up to the first. We get up to our first tee box, and I hit one, <laughs> and then he hits one. So Bill, Bill actually gets it off the ground. He hits it pretty good. So I'm like, all right, we're gonna be okay. We're gonna yeah, be okay because okay. I knew Antron. Antron hadn't played in 20 years. Right. And, and, my and, clubs. and Antron, th- yeah, he's got he's got some 1975 pings that Bill gave him. <laughs> You know, that were rusted, you know, so he thinks that he's going to go out there and he's going to be able to hit the ball. So I knew, Ant- <laughs> I knew Antron was not going to be able to hit the ball. But Bill, so the first hole, he gave me one, he gave me a good shot. The second shot was a good shot. And then from then on. Dude, I had two good putts. Suck. Hey, the, from then <laughs> you on. You can't say suck on the then, radio. Yeah, he sucked. Okay. He was Kelly. terrible. He was Kelly. terrible. Don't, don't let I mean, he could, he, could, he could not get the ball off the ground. I'm like, good Kelly. Lord. Kelly. <laughs> Kelly, I told you I'm not an athlete. Now, so get, y'all well, all not, you got to do is watch you walk and look at you and tell you ain't Kelly, an athlete. Okay. <laughs> my God, he's killing me. This is a, unprecededented in my life right here. <laughs> Guys, take, I'm, I'm I really think worried. Okay, folks, we're going to get probably – this will probably be our last show ever. <laughs> that is, that is like, actually, I did have no. two good putts, right? You did Kelly, make two good putts. Now, were y'all playing right, scramble? Or we were, were you, playing scramble, playing yes. Scramble. yes. Okay. So, we you only had best, three. So, I got ball. to hit two shots every hole, which was, which helped us out a bunch. You know, it helped us out a bunch. We, did, we didn't let Bill take another shot. We sure didn't let Antron take another shot. <laughs> Poor Antron was out there swinging the juniors club. You know, I've said it right here. I'll say it again. I finally gave golf up because I just wasn't any good at it. And I love the sport. It's fun. It is fun, and it's. I'm gonna tell you, if every grown man or, or woman walked eighteen walked eighteen holes golf three times a week, you wouldn't have a weight problems in this country. No, you know, me, and my son, my son, it, and myself, we like to walk. I mean, we do like to walk. We have yeah. little carts, and, and, and we like to walk. You pull but, your clubs in a cart, absolutely. Fine. But if you walked it in that nine hundred degree heat. You wouldn't have a weight problem. <laughs> you're losing. I'm not saying you do. I'm saying I wouldn't. You're you know, correct. And I'm telling you, are you're correct. It's, it it's about, it's about a, three years, Ed. Golf is a <laughs> golf is a great game, though, and it just makes what those guys do on you know Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, because it, it's hard for me to get one through one round of golf, and I they do you. it four days consecutively. It's unbelievable. And the, it's unbelievable yeah. how they hit the ball, and in order to be good at it, you got to practice. And I'm unwilling to practice. Yeah. My son loves it. I mean, he's he's already he's only been playing two years, and he's better well, now, than me. Kurt's son does too. Yeah, that's Kurt. We all, we've talked right. about that. So, it yeah. teaches you humility, right? Especially oh, when you play with no me. Doubt. Well, <laughs> there's there's no doubt. You know, and that's the thing. Uh, to to play, you you golf is. You know, I admire Tiger Woods. Absolutely, he came back, and a lot of people did not know. 
he had what he had basically there for a while was a drug problem. His back was bothering him. Right. How many times have we heard? You've heard it, Kelly, been in the NFL. Yeah. You I know, think it could have been ladies painkillers. <laughs> and I don't I know I don't know if that was as big a problem for him, but he got on that and maybe had a couple of drinks one night or whatever, and that that you know that's gonna happen. That, right. You know, right. But he never had had a history of that. Right. He had never had that. And I said, What in the world? He's gone totally off the rails. Well, I did not know. I knew he did mention some back issues, but he had serious back right. problems. Trials right. and tribulations. And to come back and win the Masters again. It's unbelievable. With, a, few, unbelievable. with a fused back. I yeah, mean, he's got I know. A, he's, it's unbelievable. You know, I was playing uh, in the NFL alumni tournament down in Nashville at Gaylord Spring the other day and ran into Craig Hentrick, which I know Craig from going to those tournaments. Punter. And, yeah, he was a punter for Green Bay, and then he came to the Titans. But he had neck problems, and uh, he had to get his neck fused. Man. And, I, mm. you know, when you start talking about fusing, man, you're never the same. And for, for Tiger to come back and do right. what he did. Yeah. Unreal. And, and the way that he hit the ball when they were doing that exhibition with him and Peyton and, and Tom Brady and Phil, right. the way he was um, hitting the ball there, if he, if he hits the ball like that, he's going to win more. I think you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, think no I think you will. There's no doubt. Tell me about one player, uh, Phil Simms, calling the finest football player he had ever seen, Lawrence Taylor. You remember Lawrence Taylor? I do remember Lawrence Taylor. But Phil Sims was like my guy growing up. I got to uh, – I, I right. love watching but, Phil Sims. I think it was because he was at Moorhead State. But, yeah, you know, you don't get many guys that come along like a Lawrence Taylor or like – Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like a Ray Lewis. Like, right. you know, guy, guys that sure. are – Guys. I mean, it will flat lay it to you. Oh, I mean, you know, I mean, uh, it's, I it's funny. Frank, it's funny though. You hear stories from Lawrence Taylor, and I could tell you some stories. I don't know if you can, you can tell them on air, but you know, you <laughs> oh, hear, you hear well, well, you hear, you hear stories about else. him. Kelly, go ahead. This is our last show. He <laughs> <laughs> doesn't dog, dog me out. Between you uh, and Kurt Wade, it's it's over pretty but, much. But they, they were talking about Bill Parcells, and Bill Parcells was kind of a strict guy. But like right. Lawrence Taylor was one of those guys that transcended that stuff, and he. He didn't bother Lawrence Taylor. Like, Lawrence Taylor would come in late every day, and he wouldn't say nothing to him. You know, I mean, that's – you know, and then, then, when, right. then when Bill Parcells left, Ray Hanley tried to get a hold of that, and, you know, that didn't happen either. You know, mm, you know, right. Lawrence Taylor's like, we can either do this one or two ways. Like, I'm going to do what I'm going to do, or I'm going to leave. Now, which one do you want? You know, so right. that was kind yeah. of the stuff. But, but when you have a player like that – he was, uh, yeah, he was really good. Well, we touched on this, or you did, a few moments ago. Uh, we're seeing more players from, and I heard years ago before John Madden retired, uh, talking about, for example, Jerry Rice came from Mississippi Valley State. Right, right. And he said, and he mentioned Middle Tennessee State. He said, we're hearing more players now that are coming from Mississippi Valley State, Middle Tennessee State. And I right. said, wow. You know, and and you know, this is Sunday afternoon, prime game because him and Pat Summerall always had the big game, and he said these players are starting to filter in here, and I think we're getting even more now, yeah. especially from MTSU. You know, well, I mean, you just don't know what a kid's career is going to look like. I mean, I like I don't know what my son's career is going to look like. I think he's got a chance to be pretty good. He's got to gain some weight. He's just like me. He's really skinny, like I was, but right. he's starting to get taller. Uh, he's right at six foot, but you never know how a guy's career is going to go. Uh, and and sometimes kids guys come from smaller schools, and when you come from a sc- smaller school, and Julian Edelman is like the guy. I mean, he's he came from Kent mm-hmm. State, kind of like right. me, but he had a chip on his shoulder, and the guy's been a Super Bowl MVP, and he's, you he's, know, he's like one of the best receivers in the in the National Football League because he's got that desire, he's got that want to in his heart, and he works at it. And that's what I try to impress on young kids: if you got the heart and you got the desire, you 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 got good thoughts about what you're doing and, and you got a great work ethic then you can go a long way in that league and right you know there, there's there's people that miss you know uh people that miss guys all the time not only in in college but in the pros and some guys go to small schools but you know that they've got that drive in them to do something to be great and that's that's when you see guys well, just Kelly, come out of nowhere i want to tell you before we go we got less than one minute now Thank you for the work you do here in Rutherford County. And these people, you just heard Aunt Angela Bingham just a while ago. She stopped in to feed Jared because he's looking so bad. And, <laughs> and I think it was her son or her nephew. Nephew. Or who, her her nephew. That uh, you'd been to, a, he went yeah, to one camp. of your camps. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. And this is happening all over Rutherford County. 
and thank you for what you do. And like I said, it is a pleasure to finally meet you. It well, really I appreciate is. it. Thank you all for having me. No, I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm sorry you miss, you got mixed up with Bill here. but you know, Kelly, hey, come on, man. There's things that you have to experience in life, well, and you're experiencing hey, well, it. When you have dump some beaver out in your front yard. you have nearly a pro golfer right there in your stable, I mean, of course. Hey, how many hole ones have you had? No. Oh, here we go. Hey, ask me. I've I have one. none. I've had okay, none. I've had okay, one. guys, we got to get out of here. <laughs> Kelly Holcomb's been our guest. Thank you, Bill. Have a good Thanks, week. Brother. Jared, thank you. Edwin Lee Raymer, back with you at 9 o'clock hour right after this. Stay with us, folks. WTVLP Murfreesboro, W263AI Murfreesboro, W270AF Murfreesboro. WGNS Murfreesboro.